Welcome to my world, supporting someone with an eating disorder. This is a podcast about and for those supporting someone suffering from an eating disorder. These are my own personal opinions and experiences gathered from being married to someone in recovery, researching and working with those struggling with eating disorders. This podcast is brought to you by Living Proof MN. Never underestimate your ability to recover. This one's about support failure. This will be this will be fun from a lot of people. Not really. I kind of joke. But my jokes are not all that great either. Okay, support failure. So we've all heard that a support structure is very important. We know this. This is something we were taught often very early as a child in grade school while stacking up building blocks or books or rocks along the shoreline. We learn from experience that without a solid and strong support base, the stack just won't last. It'll fail and crumble. This is taught throughout school and later on we learn that the same idea goes far beyond piling up rocks and such, that emotional support is just the same. Sometimes we have to rely on ourselves. In college, we don't have family or close friends. We might make new ones, but they're not the same. Even if we continue those friendships throughout our lives after college, most of them just aren't that type of true, honest, emotional support we need. So we turn back to our family and best friends. But what happens when our families don't help? What if they don't understand or get it? We have all been given advice from others that didn't seem to consider what we truly need unadulterated and often uninvited advice that comes from what they think is best for us without asking us or seeking help from others to understand what we really need. That advice usually does not help and often things makes things worse. So can we, as the person struggling, usually end up on relying on ourselves, but, we, but, but can we trust ourselves? For some struggling, their families just get frustrated and dismiss their person's behavior and struggles with food as either a phase or something they can they just can't understand and decide to pull away. That they, as the family member or friend, just can't handle being around us any longer. To those friends and family who consider themselves supportive, they may not understand this, but it is quite common for families to distance themselves from their person who is struggling, leaving them, to, leaving them to fend for themselves without a support structure. And what we have learned throughout life, that removing that support structure sets up the rest for failure. I'm not saying that the family members or the supporters are, blat are being blatantly or choosing to, to uh, abandon their people. But it's hard. And as supporters, we know it's hard supporting somebody that sometimes we don't feel like we can get through to them. Sometimes they can't get through to us. We just don't get it. We don't understand that struggle unless we've been through it ourselves. So it's hard not to pull away sometimes. Let me be clear here when I say that being a supporter of someone with an eating disorder is not easy by any means, by neither but neither is being the one with the eating disorder. For supporters, it may get frustrating because we just don't want know what questions to ask, when to ask them. Uh, and for both parties, it can be hard because those with eating disorders just don't always know the answers either. So how do you support somebody then? Well, it's really kind of a get in there, get dirty, and 
and, and figure it out. But ask lots of questions. Don't tell. For the purpose of this podcast, I want to take this time to advocate for the person struggling with eating disorder, but also for those supporting them. Both are tied together by the desire for living healthy life. But let me tell you about how this process can break down so easily. But first, I want to tell you where uh, you as a supporter, especially if you are a parent, as sometimes we as a supporter can fall into a place where an out of where an out of care and devotion and love, we end up catering to those struggling. It's not our job to cater. To a degree, this is okay, but the lines can get blurred until finally the mom or the dad or other supporter is going out of their way daily to appease their person. Sometimes this affects the parent's relationship with other family members, maybe between the parents themselves. And this is where it gets dangerous. Remember, you are the parent and you need to have and keep boundaries to maintain your very own mental and emotional health. We forget this sometimes. It is okay to say no. It is okay to say, I have to help someone else today. I need to take a break or that you have work to do at your own job or that you need to take care of yourself today. After all, remember that if you wear yourself out, you will no longer be good to anyone else. And when you say, I need to take a break, you step back for a day or two, if you don't call them within 48 hours, that's okay. It doesn't mean you don't care. It is emotionally and mentally and physically exhausting to support someone with an eating disorder, just like it is for the person to struggle with it. I have seen it too many times when the family is all excited, they have set the house up and maybe they've purchased new foods and learned about what to say or what to do for their person when they learn that they're gonna come be coming home. Then their person comes home and the first time he or she struggles, the family sort of falls apart. And maybe they try and help them, but they don't understand their ground. They don't stand their ground, I'm sorry. They cave in and begin to appease them once again. And eventually that person realizes that their support has faltered and it scares the hell out of them. And they fall apart and give in and totally fail. It's sad for both parties. Sometimes the job of the supporter can be even more demanding. And, and, and they need to know that it is a long-term commitment to be a supporter. The discipline is of the utmost importance. As a supporter, you also need to maintain your own sanity, though. Your emotional support structure, and it is not the it, it, it is not the person struggling. You can not rely on them to help you stay the course. This is a one-way road for the supporter. You need to help them help themselves, and you need to find support for yourself elsewhere. This is so important and can truly mean failure for everyone, if not abided by. Please know that it may not be any one person's fault in the home. But if one element of the home is in danger, if one person is sick, the entire family structure is at risk. Everyone is affected and everyone has a role in maintaining the health of the family unit. Just like everyone has their own boundaries and need to maintain in order to be healthy and strong. It's a, it's a hard thing to support someone and not having all the information. It's hard to know what to say or how to you know act or how to respond. And sometimes 
it's the very scariest thing when they come to us and say, I don't know what to do. I'm so scared. I can't finish this or I don't, you know, I'm, I'm triggered. And I'm, and when we stand there, like, I don't know what to say or do. And that's okay. And all you have to do is say, I, I don't know how to help you. I am sorry. Maybe we can figure this out together. There's nothing wrong with that. Because they know if you're willing to stand the course and work together with them and figure this out, that's as good as having the right answer. That's saying, listen, I'm here for you. I'm willing to put in this work with you and let's get together and battle this thing. It's not always going to be a, a very conducive relationship. And even when it doesn't work out, they know that you are trying. They know that you want to help and you want to get in there and get dirty too. That means the world. If you know someone or or are someone or are a supporter or a loved one, parent, a partner of someone who needs help, please visit the website at www.livingproofmn.com. There is no obligation. Living Proof MN is a 501c3 certified nonprofit organization there to help all those struggling. And like other nonprofits, they survive to help others slowly on their on donations. So if you are just interested in helping others or would like more information, please visit the website. And above all else, always remember to love and be loved. This podcast was brought to you by Living Proof MN. We are all worth it. For more information, go to the website, www.livingproofmn.com. And if anyone has any questions, maybe you want to throw something out there that's bothering you or that you have questions about, and I will research and I will get back and I will add that to uh, the podcast. Email me at Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y at livingproofmn.com. Even if you don't tell me, I'm cracked, <laughs> right? I Listen, I'm a supporter like everyone else. I'm like a supporter like you guys. I didn't struggle with an eating disorder. I knew a cousin and I am married to a woman who struggled for so many years with an eating disorder. I do understand it and I do get it. And together we can figure this stuff out. Until next time, remember to love and be loved.